Hello, Alias. Hello, good morning. So our listeners all know you, Alias. You are a mid-morning host, but you also have a blog. And that's why you are here on Local Matters today. Well, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome. On Local Matters this week, I've invited some residents in Luxembourg who are involved in politics or committed to politics in another country. So, Alias, the archive of your blog dates back to 2006. Correct. 16 years of blogging about Slovenian politics. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I never thought I'd write on Slovenian politics in English for almost two decades now. Uh, a bit of backstory. I um, used to run and I still help to run a uh, hyper-local radio station in uh, Slovenian capital, Ljubljana. And uh, just about 2006, we had this pivotal uh, local elections, a uh, industrial slash uh, mercurial former CEO was elected mayor. And uh, it was a really intensive campaign. And uh, as a head journalist for our radio, very small radio station. I covered that intensely. I was sleeping for like three hours a night for two months. And uh, after it was all done, I realized I have way too much time on, our, on my hands and I started blogging in English on Slovenian politics. And it just grew from there. But there are some uh, of the oldest articles are also in Slovenian. Yeah, it was. I mean, I mean the blog is still... Um, It's like an ongoing experiment, you know, see what works, what flows. And, and to be honest, um, not really ashamed of it, but, you know, as I grow older, maybe it's more of a, I mentioned this whisperingly, uh, it used to have a lot of, uh, let's say, not safe for work content. Uh, but then, you know, as one grows older, maybe has children, stuff like that, you realize maybe it's, uh, we can put that away, you know, tuck it away somewhere. So uh, the tagline for the blog now is uh, less sex, more politics. And uh, yeah, it's mostly just about politics now. But uh, you can always, as with any political environment, you can always make some sexual innuendo while you're at it. It's still in there somewhere. Ah, where the title Sleeping with Pengovsky. Yes. Why? Peng why? Well, Pengovsky is my uh, nom de plume. And it just sort of came about in the early notes when blogging was all the rage. But, you know, Sleeping with the Enemy, it was a great film with uh, Michael Douglas, I think, and I think Michelle Pfeiffer, Don't, I'm not sure. And again, you know, Innuendo, Sleeping with Pengovsky, stuff like that. If uh, any of you as listeners try to open the, the, the blog now, don't be surprised if there is a, a filter blocking it saying it's a pornography site. One of those things that just uh, shows you that uh, nothing, I mean, everything is forever on, on the internet, including the early, not anymore applicable definition of my blog. Why do you care so much that you invest so much time and for 16 years yeah. now? I mean, at first it was just a way to vent. You know, as a journalist, you fall into a pattern. You know, you, you use the same expressions to... Um, describe the same people, the same events, you know, everything is either controversial or, or um, problematic or, uh, I don't know, it's it just like, you know, th this sort of shorthands that, that our journalists use. And I realized that if I wanted to say how I feel about things, not necessarily in a um, journalistically, quote-unquote, objective 
way, although there is no such thing as objective journalism. I couldn't do it in Slovenian. I tried, but I couldn't. I, I, I found that I keep falling back on this established patterns that I had in my Slovenian work. I switched to English, which uh, hopefully improved over time. You know, my first couple of posts are really, really awkward in terms of the, the uh, con sentence construction. But uh, then I also realized that there are patterns in Slovenian politics that are not inherently just Slovenian, because Slovenia as an environment is very autarkic, it's very self-involved, it's part of the, uh, it's part of a, a mentality, it's part of the, a little, a little bit of that is due to the language barrier, uh, and also the fact that uh, international media that are consumed in Slovenia are mostly in English, and that, you know, sort of uh, narrows the perspective. And then, you know, with um, years later, uh, my family and I uh, moved to Luxembourg. Uh, and that gives you another perspective from, you know, you get different inputs, uh, perhaps in my case, more of a European mentality. And also, you know, other non-English perspectives, news sites, etc. And you realize that, you know, your own country, which everybody thinks, that, oh, yeah, it's so special, you should visit, which you should visit. But uh, it's, it's, um, it's not all that special. And that, that was the great revelation that, you know, Slovenians for all their exceptionality are just, you know, a European people with uh, basically the same problems and sometimes like slightly uh, behind the curve, like trends, most specifically economic trends uh, uh, that, that uh, occur around the world come to Slovenia with maybe six to 12 months lag time. But then again, there are some things that where Slovenia was uh, and still is ahead of the curve, case in point, right-wing populism. You know, so when Trump came about, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, we know this type, this type of a politician. It's, we've had them. It's, it's, it's not pleasant, but it's not the end of the world. I mean, as in, you can beat this because Slovenia has repeatedly beat back so this sort of right-wing reactionary political reflexes and uh, has done so again in, in, in the spring of 2022, for example. Do you feel like this um, outside view of you working, living in Luxembourg is an added value for the audience? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, you can totally see that, that uh, if you are within, a, within any bubble, things that happen within the bubble seem exceptionally important. And I was like, everything is the end of the world. I mean, th this is the thing. This is the pivotal moment. A every new thing, every new shiny object is, wow, yes, that's it. That that's the game changer. But it's not. First of all, because, you know, things ebb and flow, uh, like the third Newton law of every action has its equal and opposite reaction applies every single time. But also because there are similar things happening around Europe or around the world and Nothing is forever. Not, again, journalistic shorthands, not fascism, not liberal democracy. You know, both come and go, and it depends on how active a civil society is, on how self-limiting uh, the powers that be are, how aware of their democratic credentials or, or the necessity for continuous democratic upbringing is that you can have a uh, democratic, tolerant society. But in the end, it's also the work of local journalists in Slovenia to put 
the local events in a framework and the bigger picture kind of? Well, I think in, in this case, for example, uh, Slovenia and Luxembourg are, at least in my in my uh, observations, are a bit similar because, uh, again, you know, it's the bubble. Uh, the politicians and the journalists, they're a part of it is it. I call it the media political bubble, and they interact constantly and they influence one another. And 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 sometimes that's a good thing because uh, the the six degrees of separation are much narrow, uh, much shorter in case of, of smaller societies. But it's also detrimental because journalists can, if they're not careful, be influenced much more quickly because there there's a firewall between the politicians or the economy, if you will, and, and the journalists is, is much narrower, much thinner. And uh, if a, let's say, charismatic politician or charismatic CEO influences a relatively small number of journalists in a small society, the effect is the same or even bigger than, say, in a bigger society. Germany, France, that, uh, um, I don't know, a special interest would have to employ a lobbying firm or a, or a PR giant, you know, to sort of manipulate the messaging. In this case, all you need, you know, is, is a couple of lunches, a long drink in the afternoon, and you're all sorted. Okay, so Slovenia as well has just a few millions of inhabitants, right? Exactly two. Can you identify your audience? Why do you write, well, you already explained why you write in English, But who are the people? Do you target English-speaking audience or is it Slovenians who want to look outside of the bubble? I mean, primarily it was a friend of, a colleague of mine uh, described my English as a crutch. As I said, you know, I, I was able to express myself much more graphically. And uh, content warning, there are a lot of expletives in my, in my blog post. So uh, might, you might not want to read it in presence of children. Uh, so that, that was one. You know, sometimes things are so stupid that you just cannot put it in civilized language because if you don't call it what it is, then you, to a certain extent, you validate that particular activity. Uh, secondly, uh, at the time, there were no English or even foreign language news sources, sources even uh, in general, on Slovenian politics other than government-ran propaganda or communication or whatever you want to call it. So in that respect, it was an instant success with uh, foreign language speakers in Slovenia. But primarily, it's being read by Slovenians, even people that are in politics or in the political orbits. And lastly, you know, um, not to brag, but but uh, there are diplomats who also are always keen on an additional perspective, not saying that they, you know, read my blog posts and, and think, oh, yes, that's the way it is. But it's a uh, information point for them to, to consider when they analyze the situation in their host country. Then good luck with going on with your uh, blog and... Um Well, thank you. want you. to no, send a message? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, message is, you know, go vote. M make sure you keep tabs on uh, what, whatever people influence your, your uh, lives and your, your daily lives. You know, democracy doesn't start and stop just on election day. It's everything in between that matters. So, you know, local matters, absolutely. And uh, uh, never forget that. And also, you know... Um, My favorite uh, favorite political quote is by uh, 
former and now uh, late uh, British uh, Prime Minister Harold Wilson says a week is a long time in politics. So whatever seems catastrophic or exhilarating today will probably be gone by next week. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you, Aliash. That was Alias Pengoff on local matters. Despite living in Luxembourg for many years, he still won't give up on Slovenian politics and especially commenting on Slovenian politics. So we talked about his blog on Slovenian politics. This was a part of this week's local matters series on Luxembourg residents who are involved in or committed to politics in another country, we want to know why, what keeps them moving, even though they live in Luxembourg now. So that's our topic on local matters for this week. Tune in tomorrow again. <laughs>